Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Searcy Sports Show. I'm your host, Nelson Searcy, and I thank you for listening today, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. It's been a while since I've recorded a full podcast episode. I really, going forward, the show is just really something I like to do for fun. I, you know, I'm not committed to a certain schedule at the moment, but I know that a lot of you follow me and listen, and I want to engage with you, and I thank you for following along and listening to me and the show. I've posted a lot of sports betting content on TikTok and Instagram. I also have Facebook and Twitter. Some shorts, um, and I, you know, I want to do occasional podcast episodes as well, and one of those is today. So this episode, I want to focus on the subject of the 2023 NFL season in review. I want to look back at my predictions that I made before the season began and see kind of one thing I got right and one thing I got wrong from each division, and then make a Super Bowl prediction for Super Bowl 58 next Sunday. All right, so 2023 NFL season review. One thing I got right and one thing I got wrong from each division. Let's start in the AFC East. The uh, thing I got right was that the Bills would win the division and Miami would make the wild card. Um, obviously, it looked a little bit suspect there for a while because the Bills were sitting at 6-6 six and six midseason. They were losing a lot of close games and uh, the Dolphins started hot, had you know a flying offense all season. Uh, but the Bills kind of showed their might and their uh, patience, and they really turned it on at the end of the season and uh, caught Miami in that last game. So uh, that uh, turned out well for me, and uh, both of those teams had really, really good seasons, were really fun to watch. Um, Josh Allen really turned it on in the second half, and that Miami offense was spectacular all season long. The one thing that I got wrong was that the New York Jets would make the playoffs. Now, I know that a lot of people um, liked to get on this train, as I did, um, just because of the addition of Aaron Rodgers and the defense that Robert Sala kind of focused strongly on uh, ever since he's come to New York as the head coach. But obviously, Aaron Rodgers getting hurt on the first in the first quarter of the first game of the season um, and not being able to come back after a torn Achilles really kind of hampered those expectations really quickly because, you know, the, the Jets clearly were not prepared for that situation. They were all in on Aaron Rodgers, and uh, Zach Wilson had to step in in and, and kind of an unprepared way. And, you know, it just kind of got back to a lot of the same things from last season, unfortunately, for them. So that prediction didn't work out, but uh, got uh, two playoff teams right there and in, in, in the order that uh, that it ended up being, so... All right, next up, we've got the AFC North. Uh, One thing that I got right was that they would be the best division in football. I had uh, three teams with over 10 wins, and uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers finishing last, which was wrong, but uh, 7-11 for the Steelers. So um, I figured the division would be very competitive, but also very strong. You know, a lot of their losses coming against each other and then really doing well outside of, of the division and all their other games. So they, you know, all four teams really had some strong aspects to them all season long, and it was fun to watch them uh, battle it out individually in the division. The thing that I got wrong was that the Cincinnati Bengals would edge out the Ravens to win the division. Um, You know, in a similar way, Joe Burrow got hurt and they had to turn to uh, Jake Browning. Jake Browning did play pretty well and he, you know, put up a fight, but uh, it's just not quite the same whenever your franchise quarterback goes down. And, you know, I was just speaking about that with the New York Jets. And obviously this wasn't as big of a drop off as the Jets experienced uh, from Aaron Rodgers to Zach Wilson. And, you know, uh, Trevor Simeon and whoever else they put in there, Tim Boyle. But uh, but the Ravens just were really, really, really strong and consistent all season long. I was really surprised that they lost in the playoffs. They looked like they were kind of 
uh, in route to uh, quite the Super Bowl run, but uh, it wasn't meant to be for them. But uh, that division was really strong all year, and uh, the Ravens proved me proved me wrong. Uh, they really, I mean, I had them making the playoffs, but um, I didn't expect them to be that dominant throughout the season. They they had some really big wins um, over San Francisco and Detroit, you know, the two best teams in the NFC really um, throughout the season, and uh, and those two games that the Ravens had, they they dominated so. Um, they had a really, really impressive season, and uh, I'll be pretty high on them next season, I'm sure. All right, now for, now for the uh, the painful one. The AFC South, what I got right was pretty much nothing. Um, I had the Jacksonville Jaguars winning the division, Tennessee finishing second, Indianapolis finishing third, and Houston fourth. I thought that Jacksonville would continue some of the su- success from last year, and they did early, but they really uh, fell off late. Um, I thought that Tennessee would kind of make a run at it a little bit, um, finished second in the division. I really like Mike Vrabel as a coach. Um, Derrick Henry, you know, very impressive offensive threat. I just liked the makeup of their team, but it didn't quite work out for them. Um, and I was low on Houston just because yeah, I expected C.J. Stroud to obviously be an improvement at quarterback over Davis Mills and um, D'Amico Ryans being a good head coaching addition. But I was just worried about the other talent around them on the team. You know, they have four or five really strong players, and then the rest of the team just was really uncertain and unconfident about so um the you know the thing that I got wrong was pretty much everything I, I thought that Houston and Indy would struggle um to keep up with Jacksonville and Tennessee and really it seemed like it was the other way around so all right the AFC West uh, the thing I got right was that the Chiefs were going back to the Super Bowl um it's hard to bet against the best quarterback and the best coach in the NFL in my opinion um in Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid um I figured that they would continue um, their dominance and their, you know, quote unquote dynasty that they've begun to create over the last handful of seasons. Um, they're really impressive. You know, they, they, yes, they did have some, some issues with drops and turnovers and stuff that is not quite normal for them, but they have obviously fixed a lot of those things and turned it up in the playoffs, which is what you can expect from an experienced team. So I uh, was able to get that prediction correct. What I got wrong was that the Raiders would finish last. I was very low on the Raiders going into the season. Um, obviously, you know, they ended up being kind of an average team, but um, I really was not looking forward to the addition of Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I didn't think that it would really work with Devontae Adams, and although he got hurt and we didn't get to see a ton of him, I was very, uh, very skeptical of the Raiders' potential offensively and defensively, and Josh Jacobs ended up having a great year running the ball again. Um, they were able to do, to do some things to uh, stay competitive, and uh, shout out Antonio Pierce. He did a great job taking over for them in the second half of the season. All right, and now on to the NFC, starting in the NFC East. And similar to the AFC East, I got that uh, division winner and wild card situation correct. I had the Dallas Cowboys winning the division and the Philadelphia Eagles making the wild card. Um, the Eagles had a much tougher schedule this year, and you know they started ten and one, really kind of faltered late, but. I think a lot of that, you know, you know, those defensive injuries and, you know, coaching issues, whatever. But uh, I think a lot of that, too, was just the getting tired and worn out from all of the games in a row. They, you know, the Eagles had a stretch where they played Dallas and San Francisco and Dallas again and Seattle. And um, yeah, and they, they just had a really, really, really tough middle schedule this season and, and, and the Chiefs. Um, and although they won a lot of those games in that stretch, um, towards the end of that stretch, they really struggled in those second, that second game against Dallas and then uh, playing San Francisco. And it just kind of went downhill from there. I just think they got worn out and they really, you know, their good fortune came early. So 
But the uh, thing I got wrong in the NFC East was that the Giants would have a winning record at 9-8. and eight. Um, The Giants, you know, Daniel Jones got hurt early, but they struggled from the get-go, and not a lot looked right throughout the year. So I um, was wrong in that front, thought they might have a chance to get back to the playoffs, but they did not. All right, now we've got the NFC North. Uh, the thing I got right there was that the, the Detroit Lions would finally make a run. Um, you know, as... We know the Detroit Lions have struggled historically for their whole history of the team, unfortunately, really. But they they had a really, really solid season. It was cool to see Dan Campbell get so hyped up and and, uh, continue to stay aggressive and stay to his nature and uh, really lead them through the season. Um, Jared Goff had a a really, really good year. Jameer Gibbs was exciting to watch. The running back, he really improved quickly as the season went along and signing to David Montgomery was big for them also in the running game um, Amon Ross St. Brown was great so they were a super fun team they were probably my favorite team to watch throughout the season um, just from a casual standpoint so the thing I got wrong was that the Packers would be a bad team um, I really thought that the youth that they had especially on offense their offenses you know they're all the same age as me or younger they, uh, I just thought that that lack of experience would hurt them, but Matt LaFleur really got the most of them throughout the season and the second half of the season, getting more and more games under their belt as uh, a young offense. Um, they really started to, to shine, and in that playoff game against Dallas, they you know hit their full potential, and they, they almost beat the Niners too. So hopefully they continue that growth into next season and they can continue to make a, a strong run and, and uh, impression. Now on to the NFC South. Um, the thing that I got right there was that the Falcons would be a bit underwhelming. Um, I know there was a lot of hype. They got to draft Bijan Robinson. I'm trying to get Kyle Pitts more involved. Drake London had a good season last year. Um, you know, some things in the defense too, but uh, I don't know. I just was not super high on Arthur Smith. Never really was since he took over in Atlanta. And I don't know, I just wasn't feeling the the makeup of the team. It just didn't really feel like their offense was going to flourish that much. I just wasn't sure about quarterback. And, you know, Desmond Ritter kind of struggled the second half of the season and is flopping back and forth between him and Taylor Heineke. And anytime you have indecision at the quarterback position, um, it's really hard to win in the NFL consistently. So I was right about the Atlanta Falcons, but I was wrong in that Tampa Bay would be a bad team. I was not sure about Todd Bowles, you know, what the long-term situation was there. Um, Baker Mayfield, you know, hasn't really proven himself very well the last two years, but he really proved me and, and most people wrong this year. He had a really, really, really good season. I think one of my favorite players in the league is Mike Evans. He is the model of consistency. He's been so good. He's so good at so many things, and they're also a team that I I enjoyed watching a lot this year. All right, and now on to the last division is the NFC West, and that kind of leads into the Super Bowl uh, prediction and talk as well, as I had the 49ers going to the Super Bowl. So my Super Bowl prediction preseason was correct in the Chiefs and the 49ers. Um, The 49ers on paper are one of the best teams we've seen in in quite a while. Um, Offensively, um, they've got the weapons, they've got the protection, they've got a quarterback who, who can manage a game. Defensively, they've got a fantastic defensive line that they made additions onto even more in the middle of the regular season. Um, they've got a great coach. Um, everything about them is impressive to me on paper, and it, it it came to fruition in execution throughout the season. They were really good at lots of things all year long, and now they get a chance to prove themselves on the biggest stage next Sunday. What I got wrong is that the Rams would miss the playoffs. Um, I 
knew that with Stafford coming back, they should be a little bit better, uh, but I did not see him uh, really flourishing as much as he did, especially in that second half of the season. Um, you know, the new connection with Puka Nakua obviously took the league by storm, and getting Cooper Cup back at um, some point in the regular season was helpful as well. Sean McVay's a great coach. He's proven himself well in this league too, so um, they they really surprised me in how effective they were on the offensive side of the ball throughout the season. And Kyron Williams as a rusher as well. He only played like 12 games and he had over a thousand yards rushing. So their offense really flourished. And that's, that's the thing that kind of surprised me the most and proved me wrong. So, all right. And now we are on to Super Bowl 58, my prediction and best bet for the Super Bowl. It's a pretty simple one as far as the bet goes, because it is also my prediction of who I think is going to win the game. And I know that my, uh, Chiefs, friends, and family. Um, I live in Kansas City, so this may not make them very happy, but I'm just going to give my honest prediction. Uh, I think that the San Francisco 49ers are going to win Super Bowl 58. Um, so that bet line right now, as of February 4th at noon, is minus 125 money line on DraftKings. Um, I just think that the Niners on paper really do a lot of things well you know, as I spoke on uh, just a minute ago and analyzing them preseason, I still think that all those pieces that they had to um, be excited about preseason um, are still that way right now. I think that the offensive weapons that they have are very versatile, very hard to account for across the field, whether it's Christian McCaffrey running the ball or catching a ball, Debo Samuel running the ball or catching the ball, um, George Kittle, one of the best tight ends in the league, Brandon Ayuk has shined this year, Brock Purdy managing a game, their offensive line and protection, their offense is just very, very scary. Um, defensively, their defensive line, very, very, very potent coaching. Obviously, Kyle Shanahan has has been in positions before, so he's got experience, you know, um, I think an underrated level of experience, really. And I, I understand it's hard to bet against the Chiefs, you know, they've got the experience they got the winning pedigree uh, but i i just i just worry about some of those problems that the chiefs had earlier in the season showing up in this game um, you know you can only do so much with the roster that you have and they've really made the most of it in the last couple of games and i think a lot of that is just patrick mahomes playing really good football and andy reed being a really good coach and it's hard to bet against the best coach and the best quarterback it's probably not a super smart thing to do, but, you know, I just trying to give my feeling and uh, on paper is really the, the prediction that I'm trying to make here. And I think that the 49ers will win the game. I know the line, the spread anyways, is only uh, two, two and a half points right now. It's kind of wavering in between that section. Um, I, you know, it's too big of a game to try to take points. I'm not going to try to bite off, you know, any, more than I can chew. So um, I'm just simply going to try and predict that the San Francisco 49ers will be champions of Super Bowl 58. And that does it for this episode of the Seriously Sports Show. Again, I thank you so very much for listening and spending time uh, with the show today. Um, you can find the show on uh, podcasting platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. And you can also find the show's social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, feel free to send me a message anytime if there's content that you'd like to see me talk about or do, and I hope to see you around. Thanks. Thanks.